Alternative Radio. Welcome to the Ken. Welcome to the Ken Mack and Coach JV Show. The future of finance right. warriors. Warriors rise. I don't know why the intro didn't work words, but I'm here ready to rock and roll. Coach JV. Real, uncut, raw truths about finance and the world that you think you know to help you prepare for the biggest shift in generational wealth the world has ever seen. Warriors rise. Get your shit together. Let's go. Well, just like the world right now, things are very confusing. And if that was confusing, I'm about to spin your head today, Warriors. Welcome to the Ken Mack and Coach JB Show. We are ready to rock and roll today. First of all, Ken Mack, how you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good and uh, excited to get this content out to everybody. And uh, yeah, good to be here with you guys again. Yes, we'll jump right into it. Whereas, man, what? Oh, my gosh. So we're here in America. Ken's out in the beautiful land of Dubai, an amazing, amazing place to be. And in America uh, and worldwide, things are about to get a little weird. So I'm going to use a lot of code wording. I'm going to use the word C word. Now, if you know a lot of people like what does C mean? Just think about it. C word V. C, V, K, um, mask, okay, things like that. So now remember, when I say this, this has nothing to do with sides. And, I, and I'm really excited because people that are watching my TikToks, my YouTube video, I did a really powerful YouTube video uh, this morning and on Saturday. And I think people are starting to get, get it. I don't pick sides. I'm not picking sides. What I'm telling you is this is nothing new under the sun. So I'm going to show you something. I'm going to break down some stuff for you guys. And we'll kick it over to Ken. We're just going to have a conversation today. I mean, that's that's what this is all about, Warriors. I mean, you know, we could do all the stage stuff, but it's just let's talk about this. Let's 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 open up our mind and awareness to a new possibility. Now, what I'll always say is I'm like, don't trust a word we say. Just trust the feeling and vibration it creates and act accordingly. We're not asking you to trust what we say. Go do your own research. We have this amazing tool in front of us that has an apple on the back of it, ironically. We took a bite out of the apple, the forbidden fruit, and we're trying to bring you back to the seed. Now, what I believe, this is my belief system, is that we're heading into the toughest economic times in human history, our human history, okay? But this is a rotation, and we're heading into rotation number three, which is war, which is a scary place to be, to be in that type of thing, right? Imagine our parents that went through World War One, or grandparents went through World War One. we had World War Two, we had Vietnam. Now we're heading into a third rung in what's called an economic cycle. And so I'm going to show you guys some really cool stuff. Again, this is just stuff that I study. Uh, I'm not saying you have to believe this stuff, but somebody I highly recommend. Let me show the book first, okay? So this, I highly recommend you guys all go out and get this book, The Changing World Order by Ray Dalio. Now, why do I recommend Ray Dalio? Number one, he um, he's a, a massive investor. The guys, yeah, yes, there we go. See, that's it. And this is where it comes from, Warriors, because I didn't even know he read that book. So Ken and I study the same type of stuff, Warriors. We're in two different worlds, two different places in the world, and we're studying the same stuff, and we're seeing the same things, Warriors. That's why we're coming together to bring you information. And again, we kind of have to speak in parables on YouTube, because why does some information ought to get out to you guys? You guys have to figure that out. Why are they pushing back on Joe Rogan for certain things? I'm not picking sides. All I'm saying is you just have to think about that. Think about the guest Ken and I had, the very special guest. Why did we have to do it off of stations? Because there's certain things that aren't getting to you guys. Now, it's important to understand that you need to form your own narrative, but I highly recommend you go out and read this book. And I'm going to read a part to it. This is this sounds like kindergarten. All right, children, gather around. I'm going to read you read you a part of the book, but I want to read three parts of it. And then I highly recommend you go get the audio book or, or um, check this out. So I want you to think about what we're sitting in right now, okay? 2008, we had a massive financial collapse, okay? They, they shook the system. Now, think about this. The banks, remember I was in banking. So when I went into banking, I'm like, what the hell? Okay, so the banks were giving out non-income stated loans. You could walk into a bank in America. You didn't have to state your income and you could get a million dollar mortgage. There was people who were didn't have any income getting mortgages and they were, they were giving them interest only loans for three years, five years and seven year arms. So there was people sitting in million dollar homes paying like 1500 bucks a month, sitting in mansions. And so people were buying these homes. Now, who in banking allowed that to happen. Think about that for just a moment. Who in banking, in the upper management, the government, the, the, the central bank, who allowed that within the system? Freddie Mae, you know, all that stuff. So they obviously just let it run, right? And then when they foreclosed on all these homes, who got bailed out? 
the banks. The banks got bailed out financially, so the whole system didn't collapse. And those very banks foreclosed on your homes and brought the homes back under the system. And then they went out and lended them back out to you. And then we went through a period of somewhat of peace and prosperity, right? And then all of a sudden, 2019 comes. And then they, for some reason, released the debt ceiling limit, right? 2019, World Economic Forum does a simulation. And you can go do your research. They did some type of simulation that had to do with the word C, right? And then all of a sudden... March 2020, your whole life gets turned upside down. Okay, then we have a C variant. And then all of a sudden, the last two years, 26 months, more money has been printed than in history, than in history. Number one, since Bitcoin's inception in 2009, in the last 26 months, our uh, quantitative easing has been massive. So who got much wealthier during that time? Did, did we get wealthier? Well, so, well, some of us did because we followed the narrative, went against the narrative, excuse me. But the four richest people in the world, the top tech billionaires became much wealthier. Did the regular public become wealthier? No. What happened is the rich and poor are being separated. The middle class is getting wiped out and we're heading into phase three, which is war. So let me read these, these things. So as Ray Dalio started to study history, um, he started to see these economic cycles that were coming and they're almost to an exact, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't repeat itself. It rhymes. Right. And so in order to move a society, a side, a society of people, the masses, you have to have some sort of tragedy. They have to look this way, and then you come up with a solution this way. Problem, reaction, solution. So I'm going to read three sections of the book. I highly recommend you go get it, okay? Just, just small sections. Um, first, he learned that the biggest thing affecting most people in countries through its time is struggle to make and take and distribute wealth and power through they also have a struggle, another thing, so basically, okay, let me read this. So basically this paragraph is talking about they have a struggle a struggle of distributing the wealth among everybody. And then there's a struggle between ideology, which is important. Think about what's happening in our country right now and worldwide. Ideology and religion are being tested, right? It doesn't matter if you're religious or not. This goes into ideology. You have sides picking sides. Uh, certain races going against other races. Then you got the mask versus the mask, the V versus the non V all by design, all by design. If you can get people to argue about something, you can get them to fight about something. You can change something over here. Okay. So that's the first thing is that ideology, ideology and religion start to get tested. That's happening right now. It's been happening a while in America specifically. Okay. He also saw how throughout time in all countries, the people who have the wealth, are the people who own the means of wealth production. In order to maintain or increase their wealth, they work with the people who have the political power, who are in uh, symbolic relationships with them, okay, symbiotic, excuse me, to set and enforce the rules. He saw that happen similarly across countries across time. So the first thing is ideology and religion gets tested, okay? The next is you see the most powerful wealthy people connect with politics. Does that sound familiar to anybody here? I'm not saying anything. Just listen to what we're saying. Okay. Then the next big thing about this book where he kind of, this is how he got a launching pad as he was researching this. Number three, he saw how over time, this dynamic leads to a very small percentage of the age of population gaining and controlling exceptionally large percentage of the total wealth and power. Then becoming um, overextended. And then encountering bad times, which hurt those least wealthy and least powerful the hardest, okay? Which then leads to conflict that produces a revolution or a civil war. When these conflicts are over, a new world order is created and the cycle begins again. I'm telling you right here, this is going to, people are going to say that won't age well. This is going to age very, very well. And I'm going to show you facts, figures, numbers, logic. Now, this is just my opinion. Okay. We're in a Super Bowl yesterday. We're in the Coliseum, right? We're in the Coliseum. I just did a TikTok on this. Now you can break this, decode this however you want. Okay. The biggest population right now, I think we can all agree, everybody watching this, we're moving into a new quantum financial system, which is going to be on blockchain, right? I think we can agree. The Old system was set up in the internet, which is Web 2.0. The new system that's being built is Web 3.0. You cannot go into the new system with the old banking technology. So in order to move a massive amount of people, right, what do you need? You need problem, reaction, solution, okay? So the narrative that we just went through, the C word narrative and the V word narrative is being tested right now. No matter what you believe, it's being tested, okay? Joe Rogan is a good example. Joe Rogan is being pushed up against the ropes. He came back swinging. Spotify stood by him. And now what you're seeing is the news is going, oh, shit. People are starting to stand up for 
another narrative. So they know that. No big deal. So guess what? Put people in a coliseum. And how do you get a population my age and above, 45 and above, to start to look at the new quantum financial system? Well, you get the artist that really, really have a deep emotional connection with them. Dr. Dre, Eminem, 50 Cent. I grew up on these people. In the club, you saw the place went crazy, crazy when In the Club came on. Emotional connection. The legends are on stage. People that probably wouldn't watch the Super Bowl are now watching the Super Bowl, and they called it the Crypto Bowl. There were so many crypto commercials. So now everybody's in the Coliseum like the Roman days. Everybody's looking at the Super Bowl, the Crypto Bowl, predictive programming. Coinbase shuts down because so many people are trying to get on Coinbase, right? It's all by design. Now, today which is February 14th. Okay, let me move around this really quickly. So you have everybody in a coliseum, you get them drunk. The next day, everybody's hung over. It's Valentine's Day. It's the love day. Everybody's focused on a material type thing, okay? Then you have a secret meeting. That's not a secret meeting. I'm sorry, a private meeting. <laughs> February 14th, 2022. The feds are meeting in about an hour, I think, and they're going to raise interest rates, okay? They are going to raise interest rates, Warriors. It's probably going to be a quarter of percent. But do you realize what's going to happen? Because now the, now the tapering, they're tapering the bond purchases. So there's not a bunch of money flowing into the system as much as it was. Okay, so now they're ready. What this is telling us, they're ready to move the monetary system. These are signs, symbols, and wonders letting you know that we're about to move the monetary system. So Coliseum, February 14th, which is today, secret meeting to raise interest rates. Okay, then this is interesting. Now, I'm not, this has nothing to do with picking sides. Ironically, Okay. One of the strictest uh, states in America around the C word on February 15th, tomorrow lifts all of the mask mandates. All of a sudden tomorrow, all the mask mandates are lifted. Indoor public spaces until February 15th, 2022. Workplaces until February 15th, 2022. Coliseum. Okay, this is, this is a repetitive cycle in history. Coliseum, get the people to look this way. During a holiday, you have a meeting that's going to change the whole infrastructure, the financial system. Next day, you start to release the narrative, whatever you believe in. Okay, and then on Wednesday, Russia is supposed to go after Ukraine. So the next narrative, I'm just telling you, this is just my belief system, is that the next narrative is war. So as you go into war, that is when your monetary system and society has changed forever. So I want you to think about what I just said for just a moment. Everything I just said is a lot of information, right? But we're literally, and the reason why our, our parents, our grandparents never saw it is because of predictive programming. Because look at human history. Boom, we look this way. And then all of a sudden they come back slowly to a new system this way. Okay. Let's look at the other side of it. Humans evolve. It's a fact. Things change. Right. So that here's here's a here's a, a, a optimistic side looking at it. Number one, we're all invested in the quantum financial system. A lot of us. So if you stay patient, you're probably going to do pretty, pretty well, warriors. But human evolution is not a bad thing. Right. Um, I heard this from Joe Rogan, so I don't want to take this. But, you know, think about it. Back in the days, you didn't have dentists. So if you had an abscess tooth, you had to sit there and pull that damn thing out yourself. Right. So we got dentistry. So that helped with your dentist. You can go to a dentist if you're in pain. Uh, we created doctors and hospitals. So when you get in a bad car accident, you can go get surgery from a very technical doctor to save your child's life. So there's a lot of things in the future. Maybe you can get a, if you can't get a heart transplant, a normal human being, maybe a new human thing will be able to create a 3d heart for you. So there's some things that are good in human evolution, but there'll always be things that are bad. So there's dark and light in everything, right? It's the tool right? It's the user of the tool. It's not the tool. So I just wanted to go a little bit deeper with this with you guys and share with you guys. I highly recommend you guys all check this book out, The Changing World Order. It's really important to understand this. As Ray Dalio goes through it, it's kind of a, it's really an, I think it would be considered an unbiased look at it and really diving into, okay, what, what is really happening in our economy? What's happening right now, warriors? We're going through the greatest time in human history. Now, why do I say it's the greatest time in human history? Because what I do know in my paradigm is that after times like this, there's massive peace and prosperity. That's the really cool part about this. 
when we can make this through this, because we're going to make it through this, Warriors, when you can make it through this and you can make the right decisions, that's why Ray Dalio says cash is trash. Why would he say that? He said it just again in another interview. Because your cash has zero value to it. It's, it's an intrinsic value that we give to money, a monetary system. If I hand Ken a dollar in America, it literally is someone else's debt. So if I hand him a dollar, it's literally someone else's debt in America. We are completely debt-based. And it's just a piece of paper. That's, that's it. All, it's, it's, it's yep. an illusion. That's it. 100%. It's just an illusion. It's just, it's something. So just so you guys know, it's like, you know, I always see people videos. This one's going to age really, really well because I'm, I've been showing you guys and people call me a time traveler lately, but it's like, it's not about, I guess you are a time traveler. If you can look back and see historic. So for example, let's take myself as a human being. I saw patterns, how I continue to grow as a human being through self-development is I recognize patterns in myself that I shatter and I move to the next level as a human being, right? So that's, it. humans do the same thing. Relationships do the same thing. Your finances do the same thing. A lot of people will go through like a Dave Ramsey program and pay off all their debt. And then all of a sudden, because they didn't change the subconscious mind programming, they're reprogrammed again by the system, boom, they're right back in debt. Or somebody cheats on somebody and gets in a new relationship and they're like, oh, I'm just I'm, I found the love of my life. Well, that subconscious mind programming of being a cheater is deep inside of there unless there's something that actually changes or they repeat a new pattern and create new neuroplasticity within the brain. They're going to repeat that pattern over and over again. So we're literally just players in the movie or it's a play right now We're we're, we're on stage. Right. And so you can either become the director of your movie. Or you're just going to be part of the play. You're just going to be a puppet in the play, right? And so I've been really trying to help people understand that there's there's nothing to fear if you know the game. Like fear is just the absence of love, right? So where do you find love in knowledge and education? Like I feel so calm because I left corporate America. I created my own fortress here. I, you know, and, and I do understand like people are like, well, you're, I created this environment. I go from my humble abode to my warrior academy and I'm around positive people. We control the environment here. We don't talk negative here. We don't talk disrespectful here. We literally controlled our environment and we're living a completely different paradigm. So warriors, it's time. I mean, the next one's going to be war. You're going to see it. And the narrative with the C is going to start to change very rapidly. And you're going to forget about it very quickly. All of a sudden, you're going to forget it. It's going to be a, what do you call it? A fart in the cosmos. Of the, I love what you say. What um, uh, a, fart, uh, a fart in the cosmos of time. A time, something like, yeah, it's like, boom, it's going to be, all of a sudden, you're going to be like, whoa. So I just don't it's want not, you to get a fart in the wind in the cosmos of, cosmos time, of time in our existence. Yes, all of a sudden you're going to be like, <gasps> and then all over your new station is going to be uh, Russia. And Warriors, you got to understand they're all locked arm in arm behind the scenes. Ray Dalio shows it right there. It's the political structure, the world powers, the money. So here's my what I'm going to do. I'm going to work very hard to build as much wealth as I can to become one of the wealthiest people on earth to change a narrative. That's the only choice I have. I'm not fighting against anybody. I'm not out trying to stop people. I'm only going to become a better version of myself. So... That's what I want to share with you guys. Just a quick recap. I highly recommend you get the book, The Changing World Order by Ray Dalio. I should have put the link down below. Um, you got the, uh, uh, the, the mask rules changing in California. All of a sudden, boom, I guess, I guess the C word has changed. I don't know. Maybe tomorrow it just changes. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe they just magically everything's okay tomorrow. That's, you got to think about that. Like magically tomorrow, everything's okay. Like <laughs> what, why are you pick a date? It's like, I don't know. It's such an interesting dynamic. Well, maybe there's a curve going on. I don't know. And then today, that meeting's really important, Warriors. The meeting's happening. So what you may see, it might be baked into the market already, um, but what you may see is um, the response unfavorable, but you would think they would, the markets would have already responded to it because I think we all know they're not going to be having a meeting to lower interest rates. I mean, they're not. So it's like, so that's where we're at. So Ken, what are your thoughts, brother? <laughs> Yeah, so I've just been doing a little bit of digging, um, you know, just thinking about this whole thing in Ukraine. And as I said to you um, prior to coming on to the show, that I believe that this is a distraction. So that yep. um, they're getting us to look this way whilst they do everything that they're doing to disrupt the uh, the global markets in Canada, Australia, the UK. So uh, let's just, I'm going to share my screen and let's go back in time a little bit and take a look at history. Yes. Hey, okay. So this might be a familiar chart here. I'm not going to go through it all, but this is just taking a look at what happened during the Great Depression of 1929. 
Um, so yeah, we went through a 10 year uh, period of uh, stock market and global economic violence. Mm -hmm. And then after the depression, um, 1939, we had uh, World War II, which was lasting, you can see that here, six years. Now, when that happened, you know, what I'm thinking of is, you know, a lot of people watching this will have invested in crypto and mm -hmm. other different investments. And they're asking, if the war starts, how is that going to affect the global markets? Is it going to cause a, a, a global stock market crash uh, or be the next black swan? Uh, taking a look at the Dow Jones, that was 1929 here. Okay, so it was a massive crash um, from 6,000 uh, below, it went below 1,000. Wow. The the war took place in 1939. So we take a look at 1939 here. Just to, yeah, mm -hmm. this peak here. Um, the market was on a decline for a couple of years from that period um, until 1942. Um, however, if you take a look at the Dow Jones in March 20, uh, I'm, uh, where are we? March. That was yeah, Feb February 20, January 20. Um, yeah, so we went from 30,000 down to 24. So it wasn't as violent. And, you know, it's, 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 it's difficult with a, a crystal ball to forecast, but we need to be able to look at these metrics to prepare for a possibility. But the way I think the best way to look at this would be that if, well, what my head is saying to me, if Russia do invade Ukraine, which um, I'm not I'm not convinced that it's going to be that they are. But I think if they do, then it's going to cause a huge market crash however these um these things are usually like the markets are usually forward thinking so usually these things are already priced into the market mm. so it's a it's, it's a difficult one if, if let's say that we do have that stock market crash that we had similar um to the, the start of world war ii you know but here um well it's going to affect it's going to pull down absolutely everything with it um but with the heavy debasement of currency, it's uh, it's opening up another avenue in terms of people are because of this oh, this excessive supply of paper money, trash. You know, it's just paper, it's pieces of paper that mean nothing. Mm -hmm. that have got a promise on them that um, I'm sure that. Uh, well, I don't trust the promises, and I don't know about <laughs> you guys, but yeah. um, these pieces of paper, paper, people are trying to get rid of them as quickly as they can and get themselves into assets like cryptocurrency like stocks, like real estate, like bars of gold, you know, they don't want you to hold gold because when you right. hold gold, it takes the power away from them. You know, they did everything with Bretton Woods when they had the Bretton Woods system where they took the gold back to try and uh, give the dollar uh, power again. They did everything that they could to defend the dollar. Um, but just now, it's a difficult one because of the heavy money printing that's going on. People aren't sure whether to hold on to this stuff or to deploy the stuff into assets, but with this uh, potential war on the horizon, then it just throws this whole new um, set of mechanics uh, and, and tools into the works, doesn't it? Because um, I think it's all about you know portfolio allocation and having you know a a, tight, a, a good um, macro time horizon and just looking at history. The last war took six years. Is this one going to take six years? Is it going to cause the war the world to go into war? Um, the answer is probably yes, because the whole mm -hmm. of NATO would be involved, and you've got China, you've got Russia. Yep. It's going to be pretty nasty um, if it does happen. But I've, I had friend, friends message me from Kiev uh, a couple of days ago, and they said everything was normal there. There was no panic. Um, there's no, uh, there, there's no uh, speaking uh, about this on the streets really? in the cities. So you know, which was reassuring, and said you know just ignore, ignore the media. It's all hype. Mm. So. Um, yeah, you know, it's of course this is going to put fear into the market because it's a, yep. it's going to cause a major event. But you know, usually, um, like you say, there's a repetition in the markets, and we had a world war, which was then followed. So we, we had a um, not a pandemic, but we had the panic. Was it pandemic first, the H one N one, and then it was the depression, and then it was the war. So mm -hmm. um, you've got these consistent patterns through history, which are going to probably repeat themselves. Whether it's the Ukraine that goes into war with, uh, sorry, Russia goes into war with Ukraine, or 
some other country goes into war with another country, the, the, I think the likelihood of something significant happening is highly likely. So just uh, hoping for the best, but pre preparing for the worst is very important. And that's why I'm going to step up my, uh, my gold and silver buying for that reason. Uh, you know, the reason that gold pumps in price is because people are losing faith in paper currency. Usually when gold pulls back, people are um, gaining confidence in the currency. But, um, you know, that, that's the, the latest news here that was looking at Russia-Ukraine crisis. World Bank temporarily relocates staff from Ukraine suspends missions, uh, which was quite interesting. Uh, you know, why would be, uh, is this all hype? Or are they uh, shunting all of this news about, uh, you know, trying to cause fear in the markets? Who knows? What do you think, Coach? Do, do you think, yeah, I want to ask you a question. So I, I think that they're um, trying to trying to get us to like, so our heads are turned this way, right? And so, and they, so in my opinion, right, they're, they're they were testing the strength of the narrative with the Joe Rogan thing. Joe Rogan is such a powerful YouTuber, right? And podcaster. And so they were testing that narrative and saying, okay, let's, let's go after Joe Rogan and see if people respond to it. And when they didn't and Spotify stood up for him and they kind of like they're so I'm, I could be wrong with this. I don't know. I'm just speaking my truth. And so what happens? Like, okay, shit, man. I think our next signal is we got us. We got to at least get them to believe. But I really believe we're going into war because that's part of the cycle. It's part of it. And maybe it'll be a cyber attack. Klaus Schwab says the next is a cyber attack. He said the cyber attack basically is like the cosmos and the fart of the wind. He said a cyber attack will make the c word look like child's play basically i mean that's his words right it's something like that yeah, like, so it's going to be and uh, it's going to the covid uh, the the sorry the the c19 crisis is going to seem like a um, an inconvenience in comparison is what he says an inconvenience yeah, let's let's see if I, i'm going to pull it up real quick i want people to hear this klaus Schwab was a cyber attack cyber attack let me see if they, i mean let's hear it from him himself like let's see what he says right here let me, this guy, this, even the way he looks, dude, I love him. I love him, dude. I'm just kidding. I'm being sarcastic. I don't love him. But let's see what he says here. Let's, let's, let's hear it from him. So let's not paraphrase. Here we go. First, um, I think it's uh, very important to know that uh, the COVID-19 pandemics just has accelerated certain trends, which we had seen before and which actually were discussed in Davos this year like uh, the lack of inclusion, the lack of uh, paying sufficient uh, attention to the environment. So what we will see now is acceleration of those trends. And of course, a unique opportunity to reset our global agenda. Boom. Okay, right there. That a unique opportunity to reset our global agenda. You have to listen to this stuff, Warriors. You got to go watch the interview that we did with David, the gentleman. So it's like you have to go. I mean, don't trust our just he just said it right there. To do something about all those negative developments, I include also the lack of international cooperation. Because if we don't address those issues, we will end up in a much worse world than we are today. So let's use this uh, window of opportunity and let's recreate a global framework which really is in line with the requirements of a society in the 21st century. Uh, Klaus, it was day two of our coverage in January that we really started asking questions in Davos about coronavirus. And it wasn't obvious then that the virus would bring the global economy to its knees. You spent years debating the globalization models. Is it clear because of coronavirus that the planet is just too interconnected? I think we have two aspects actually contradicting each other. On the one hand, the virus, the pandemics, has reminded us how um, interdependent we are in the world, how we are part of a global destiny, a common global destiny. Okay, so I'm gonna, that's not the video I was looking for, but think about what he's saying. Global destiny, one world economy, one superpower. Let me see if I can find that video, the, the there's one race like the cyber attack. Is I love it. his voice is freaking fun. Uh, it's evil, isn't it? The COVID-19 pandemic is going to seem like the uh, an yes. inconvenience in comparison to a major comprehensive cyber attack. I found it. I found it. Here we go. We all know that still 
pay insufficient attention, attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. To use the COVID-19 crisis as a timely opportunity to reflect on the lessons the cybersecurity community can draw and improve our impreparedness for a potential cyber pandemic. I wonder how many times he practiced those words. <laughs> improve our impreparedness. So one thing I want to share with you guys. Okay, so if you don't know who this gentleman is, this is Klaus Schwab. He's the leader of the World Economic Forum. Ken Ham is right there on his background. Okay, so now do you realize Davos, the meeting, 119 billionaires attend Davos. Think about that. Jeff Bezos. Uh, I mean, some of the top people in the world, right? Attend Davos. 119 billionaires, right? We know, you can look at Ray Dalio's stuff, his information, you can trust a lead economist, right? Is that whoever controls the money, controls the information, controls the people, right? This is a type of stuff that's being talked about. If you watch the video I did on Friday, transhumanism, like they're, they literally have technology that can, so it's, I always say there's going to be a human being and then there's now going to be a human thing, right? There's going to be this weird, like freaking Terminator, man. That movie's real. That shit is real. It's like Sarah. What, what was, um, at the very beginning of that video, he says, pay insufficient attention. What the hell does insufficient mean? Does he not mean pay sufficient attention? Like what, oh. what is insufficient? What does that shit mean? Insufficient pay. It, it, he says insufficient, in, insufficient attention. Pay insufficient attention. So don't pay attention. Don't. don't Interesting. Pay attention. Interesting. Let me just Google that just now. Yeah, insufficient. Let's let's play it again. Let's see. Don't. We all know, but still, pay insufficient attention. Huh? I didn't realize that. Good catch. Insufficient attention. Okay, let's have a look here. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, insufficient. I, I, explore insufficient. Something that is insufficient is not large enough in amount or degree for a particular purpose. So don't pay attention. attention. Don't pay attention. You're saying don't pay attention. <laughs> don't, it's just gonna. It's gonna make COVID. This oh c word look like well he said it fuck it but um and then think about it tomorrow all of a sudden somebody is in California right now and again again I'm telling you guys this is why I stay neutral because I stay neutral because it doesn't matter what my opinion is on it it really doesn't matter because my opinions not shouldn't change yours what we should know is that this is historical shit happening this is the time where more millionaires are going to be made than in history I mean more because you're you're just you're just needing to look at like, like imagine uh, Ken and I sitting here and we're back in the 1900s maybe. And all of a sudden the progressive era is coming to me and Ken are like, damn, dude, let's open up some oil wells, some oil refineries. Or dude, let's, let's get into the carburetor business or, you know, people are selling cars. Let's, let's, let's get a, uh, uh, whatever, like anything that has to do with the infrastructure, the rails, right? Like, oh shit, Ken, let's open some factories, dude. They're going to need factories or let's get into construction. And so, cause we went from like this earth paradigm to buildings and like, uh, techno or, uh, robotics. Now we're, now we're moving into technology, uh, quantum web 3.0. So that's, you know, that's, that's what I think about when I'm investing I heavily. Like I love Kathy Woods. She's one of my favorite investors, but yeah, you know, they're, they're pushing the fifth industrial revolution heavily. So that's what we need to focus on mm -hmm. is a transition between the fourth and the fifth industrial revolution. Yes. Like you say, back in the day, you know, those who harnessed the oil and the technology back then or the, those who won, they may have the same opportunity now to be part of the movement because if you can't beat them, join them. We yes. ain't going to change it. You know, it is what it is. There's no point in resisting you know, we're, we're going through, yeah. a, a, you know, a change, you know, a major change in our economy, global economy. So, you know, it's interesting. People are commenting a lot about the Super Bowl um, halftime show. So I'll give you guys my quick 
a, a synopsis and breakdown of it. So what I do is the the I I didn't watch the Super Bowl. What I did is I look for I watched the halftime show to look for symbolisms. Now this is stuff I enjoy doing. I literally enjoy doing this. So I slow things down to 0.25 and I do it really slow. So the thing that I saw, you can go do your own research, is that um, if you see when Eminem comes out, right? There's a there everybody's sitting there like this. They're sitting there. It's a bunch of like young kids programmed, right? And they have a watch on the right on their right hand. I don't know what the symbolism of the right hand is. They all have like an iPhone watch on their hands and they start doing these symbols. I'm not going to do it on, on the thing. And they all start to praise this person, which would be Eminem. And then before that, I'm sorry, before that Eminem came out, there was, I think it was Kendrick Lamar. They were inside a box and it had Dre on there, right? It was Dr. Dre, obviously, but Dre Day, D-Day coming, right? Dre Day, Dre Day. And they're inside a box and then they all broke outside the box. They had them trapped inside the box. Then there's a bunch of people that were praising them with the technology on their hand. And then when the next rapper comes out, they're all in prison suits. They're all in prison gear. Do <laughs> do your research, warriors. Do your research. That's how I watch stuff. And so I'm like, okay, so they took us there, you know, programming. And, you know, you could go into a whole thing of it, everything has symbolism. I mean, everything does. I mean, you can take – There's a lot of symbolism, man, in, the, uh, in Hollywood and these, uh, you know, a lot of these stars, but, you know, go back into, uh, you know, the Eye of Horus and all of yeah. these uh, crazy things. This is interesting. Oh, the mark on the hand. Oh, 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 that's what it was. That's what it, thank you, Crypto Roger. So if you, the mark on the hands. Yeah. So if you didn't, so if you don't take the mark, the next group of people that came out were in prison. So if you didn't take the, if you didn't have the mark, the next group that came out were in prison suits. What kind of mark on the hands? There's like, you know, as people say, if you have the market technology, I think they're representing that. I mean, you could break down okay. anything, but that's the chip, the chip they're talking about. But uh, yeah, the, I mean, the mark of the, the mark of the beast. Yeah, 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 yeah. The mark yep, of the yep, beast yep, in yep. Revelation in the Bible. Yep. And the, yep. It's all biblical. It's nothing new in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great yeah. conversation because like, this is my point behind this words. This is why I'm so calm through all this because I literally, that's why people keep calling me a time traveler, but I just, for some reason, my brain can see forward and it reverse engineers backwards. And like, I study history. I look at history and I'm like, man, this happens over and over again. And when I, if you see that it happens over and over again, you can see where we're heading. You know where we're heading. You can know where to invest your money. Like you cannot stay stuck in the old paradigm and survive the new world. You, you can't, Warriors. That's, I'm talking not even financially. I'm talking mentally. You think about your relationship too. Say you're in a relationship, right? You're moving into this new world, right? And there's TikTok and booty shaking and all this stuff. You got to ground your relationship really solid because you got to be a really solid person to be able to not get sucked into that freaking trap, man. I mean, it's like you have to have a lot of spiritual grounding or some sort of grounding in order to not get pulled into this trap. It's very hard not to get pulled into worldly things. If 65% of the food you're eating is fake and sitting in your system, your brain isn't working properly. We're not moving. We're drinking monster energy drinks three times a day. We're pounding caffeine. We sit here and stare. We're both staring at a box right now, right? And so our brains are getting hit with this blue light. That's why I wear these glasses sometimes. My, I, start, I started to get headaches. Yeah, the same things on blue light blocker. The, the system is yeah. designed, man, to keep it stupid it's as simple as that you know between between the food that we eat what we consume what they tell us yes we're talking about history like i didn't listen to 90 percent of what my history teacher told me i found it pretty boring in school at the time but there we go um like we how can we know that what they told us in history is legit you know like i, I started questioning things again when you know, i remember when they had the 5g rollout back in 2020 and there was a lot of buzz on the streets and people were against it yeah you know when you would google right um what uh, you know what was 5g millimeter wave technology used for by the military in the olden days it would tell you that the military weapon it was military weaponized technology which was used for crowd dispersion crowd dispersion to dissipate crowds because it make your feed, your your skin skin feel like it would be burning. Mm. Now, if you search that on Google, it doesn't exist. You know, you can't find any of that information now. It's disappeared. You know, it goes back to what you were saying. They are literally trying to rewrite history and mm. manipulate all of the information. Because when you want to find something out, you go to Google, but they've censored everything yeah. to their own agenda. Mm -hmm. So you know, they yeah. they're controlling the information that we're receiving, and we know in other countries like China. Or North Korea, you know, they don't have access to the public web. But they're only allowed to. Yeah, we, we should look at that as a lesson. You know, the North Koreans can only see what the North Korean government want them to see. Mm. So they don't know what's happening in the outside world. Yeah, only the defectors, only the defectors know what's happening. Mm. And you know, I see myself as a defector of the system because I don't believe in any of it. I'm not bought into any of it at all. Mm. In China, 
they don't even have Facebook. I don't think they've got YouTube wow. either. You know, they don't they don't have access to the um, the same worldwide web that we have. You know, it's wow. fully controlled. So when you look at how they control people within these countries, it's a Truman Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why why would you not question your own system? Yeah. The, your, your own. You know, if you're in the UK or the USA, why would you not question that establishment? Because they're brainwashing you to um, fit their own agenda. Mm-hmm. You can't trust anything that they're saying yeah. to you. And if, I just want to say as well, if you guys, you know, appreciate this content, you know, we're very grateful to um, show your support by smashing the like button because it gets this videos out to as many people as possible, mm-hmm. and that makes me very happy when you guys do that. Yes, and also two warriors. So if you look at the the thing going across, so community and tribe is everything. It's everything warriors. And so we both created communities and tribes to help support you guys. So if you go to www.mac.club and www.3twarrioracademy.com, we improved our website here. Uh, We have a website that has everything, all of our stuff on it. So www.mac.club and www.3twarrioracademy.com. We'll let this run across the rest of the channel here, rest of the show. And just really dive into your communities and really understand. Remember, Warriors, if you're around five millionaires, you're going to be the sixth. If you're around five drug addicts, I'm speaking from experience, so please, I'm not being disrespectful. I was an opiate addict before. You're around five opiate addicts, you're going to be the sixth. It's really hard to be in recovery if you're hanging out with people who are not, right? And so it's about really changing your paradigm. And as and why, why do people have so much trouble awakening? Because when you do awaken and you do start to speak a new reality is that the people who are stuck in the old reality want to pull you back. It's like people pulling down on your legs, right? It gets really, really, I always call it the balloon mentality. As you're going up in a balloon, people are pulling you down. And so I, I had to go through a lot. I mean, I went from drug addict to a vice president at a bank. I mean, that was a Cinderella story. Imagine if you really looked at it, but I was like, I'm in this vice president job at a bank. And I'm like, dude, I'm in the matrix. I'm like, and I awakened in the matrix. I was like, what the hell? I'm driving the 535 IBMW. I got the house. I mean, I'm literally the exact executive that you would think of. Right? The stereotype. We're living the stereotype. Total, total stereotype. And I yeah. go through this awakening. So now I'm thinking, you know, I love my parents. I, my parents are amazing human beings. And I'm thinking, man, my parents are going to be so disappointed because here their son goes from drug addict to freaking to, to this executive. I mean, what a great, that guy, I could have wrote, you know, I wrote a book. I did write a book about it. And so it's like, and then all of a sudden I'm like, I have to leave. And so of course I've been called a I've been called a freaking conspiracy theory, tinfoil hat guy, all this stuff. But now what happens is so first they're gonna judge you, then they're gonna respect you, and then third, they're gonna follow you. So I made it through the judgment. I made it through the respect because like, dude, this guy's gonna keep going. He doesn't give a shit what I think about him. He's gonna keep going. And now people are starting to come to me that have that denied me in the beginning and saying, Hey, can you help me out? Of course, absolutely, because I don't expect anybody to awaken by just dealing with the same paradigm. You can't expect people are doing the best they can with the limited resources they had. Like, for example, my parents and their parents did the best they could with the information they were presented to and the information they decided to absorb or accept, right? And so it's like, I don't blame anybody outside of myself for raising me in that indoctrination system, but I sure as hell am not indoctrinating my kids. I teach my kids what's going on. Like, for example, people may think this is weird, but I show my daughter how much money we make in the company. I show her. So for example, this is why I do it. And so um, I showed her, I show her how much money I make in a 24 hour period. I bring it into a normal eight hour workday. She works at a coffee shop and I take it in a normal eight hour workday and I show her how much I make hourly throughout the companies. Right. And she was like, so her reticular activating system went like, whoa. And I said, how much do you get paid an hour? And so she gets paid, you know, about minimum wage. And then I showed her how much we make an hour based on our companies. And she, so her reticular activating system is like, boom, holy cow. She accepted a whole new reality. She's like, so it, 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 she creates a value system in her. She's like, okay. Then she changed her mind. She's like, oh, I'm in this coffee. So I'm, I'm learning people skills. Coffee shop is a great. So she's learning people skills. She's learning how to interact with human beings. She's learning how people interact, how people, she's learning how businesses run. And so she's taking a different mindset. So when she goes out into the world, when somebody offers her a $30,000 a year job, she's going to be like, fuck you. <laughs> They're absolutely good. not. Very good. And so the reason, you know, and, and I, I, I want, I need to do that because I'm changing the generational programming within my generation going backwards my kids would that be backwards or forward sorry so my kids i want their kids kids to be wealthy spiritually mentally and so like people like oh you don't want to talk finance my daughter's 17 she's four months away from being an adult right i want her to go out in the world and when somebody approaches her with a thirty thousand dollar a year job she's not like shocked and like wow that's a lot of money she's like no that's not a lot of money it's a lot of money because society tells you it's a lot of money and that's the stereotype that's right 
you know, the you're, you're literally reprogramming your uh, future right. family's DNA. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm fully behind that. Right. I, I find it offensive not to talk about money. Right. You know? Right. Why um, wouldn't like, it's very no. healthy. You know? I, uh, you know, when I have my son, you know, I'll take him and I'll say, um, Leo, look, I'm going to uh, spend uh, more money on this watch than I paid for our little flat uh, in the north of Scotland. I'm going to pay mm. two times more. I'm going to pay $100,000 for this watch. And you can see this watch here, I'm going to buy it for 100 k And then I get him involved in these deals. I, yeah. I bring him with me so he can see the stacks of cash. I take him with me to buy gold and silver. He's buying silver himself, stacking silver coins. Bought his first gold coin not long ago. Saved up for six years. I think he saved up all of his money through Christmas. Got his first gold That's coin. And... Um, yeah, you know, this is very powerful. And a lot of whoever is listening yeah. to this now, the children should take this away. You know, exactly what you're teaching your daughter, exposing her, showing her the numbers mm-hmm. and getting her involved, just like I do with Leo as well. This is how to upgrade your future family's DNA. You're reprogramming, you're, you're creating a new shift, a generational shift. Yes, yes. And you know, it's pretty cool. So, and you know, the great thing is I got to meet his son. His son's name is Leo. It's awesome. And so when we first walked in, he was like, he was telling us what his favorite gold coins are, man. It was so freaking cool. I mean, his son knows about precious metals. I mean, he's legitly knows it. It's not, he's not just saying that. I got to meet his son when I went to Dubai. And it, it's pretty neat too. Like, for example, my son's reticular activating system. My son knows, like, if you ever meet my son, ask him about Lamborghinis. He knows there's a hurricane. The garage, I can't even say it as well as he can. Um, he understands cars and supercars. And we're both obsessed with supercars. And it's like, so it's about, and here's the thing. Okay. So you're, you're probably saying, oh, well, I'm not at that financial position yet. Then do it together. Do it with your kids together. Let learn together, grow together, learn about the economic system together outside of historical norms that have been created. Right. Maybe teach them about what Ray Ray Dalio is teaching them. Give us, so my daughter's in economics class right now. She's a senior in high school. And somebody said, you have kids. Yeah, I have two kids. Um, So my daughter's in uh, high school and she's, um, you know, four, four months away from graduating, but she's in economics. She showed me what they're learning in economics. And I'm just like, fuck, man, I'm like, I don't I'm like, just try to get through it. I'm like, honestly, she's like, dad, that what she said to me, what, how am I going to use this in society? And I'm like, you're not, you're, you're not. I'm like, Dude, yeah, like, just try to get through it. I mean, I'm going to teach you the money game. Like it's not teaching her anything about the true economic structure. It's, it's a, it's a predictive programming indoctrination structure to get someone to think about the world economically. Like, like a lot of people go to business school and most of the business professors have never ran a business. Like the best way to ro- learn how to run a business, is get the shit kicked out of you and run a business. Like that's, yeah. that's, you know, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, dude. Um, you can't, you know, you, a math teacher trying to teach somebody to how to be an accountant, but they've never been an accountant themselves. Sometimes the best way to learn is to teach it, but um, it's, you know, when you just take a look at the system, like you're explaining there, yeah. You know, how how can you get a math teacher teaching you how to become an accountant in the real world when they haven't, or somebody teaching business education when they've never owned a business? Mm. You know, if, if they had proper education, if that teachers had proper education, they're you know they're getting paid pennies, chump change, twenty, thirty thousand a year, teaching skills that people are getting paid six figures a year for, like accountancy, yeah. a big yeah. deal. You know, to be an account, accountant teacher. But, you know, it's not about following your passion when you're being a slave to the system. Like the whole right. system is upside down. Like we're, we're coming in for a massive change. Right. But they'll never change the education system, do they? Because why would they? people say, but they nope. should do this in school and teach that in school. Why would they want to teach you how to make money in school? Because no. then if they were to teach you how to make money in school, then the economy wouldn't be what it is. There would be slaves right. in the system. Right. Like, it, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like for someone, like, for example, like they, they don't teach stuff like this. Like, this is kind of neat because Ken and I always focus a lot on the Warren Buffett indicator. Look how much it's gone down. So it was overvalued. Well, I think it was like 248. It's slowly creeping down. Now, remember, Warriors, to educate you, why do you think someone comment? I'm going to give a little a moment. Why do you guys think this is creeping down? What happened that the feds announced in December that is happening right now? What did they start doing that made this number start going down that shows you that the GDP with this gross domestic products, anybody know? So comment, comment on the side here and hit that like button. Thank you for peaceful grammar. I appreciate that. Um, is what, what is making this slowly come down to its true number? What is it? I'll give it, I'll give it a, about a minute here. So let's see if anybody gets it here. We got 30 seconds. 
Printing. There you go. Good job, Geo. T- both with Car- Carter and Geo. Tapering and printing. So they're slowing down the printing machine, and the slowing down the printing machine is is not feeding feeding the system, right? So these companies aren't getting tons of money. We're not getting tons of money anymore. The stimulus checks are slowing down. We're still getting the. I understand we're still getting the checks in America. If you have, are we still getting those? No, we're not getting them anymore. Nope, never mind. We're not. We're not getting them anymore. Dang. Yeah. So there you go. So this this shows you. But we're not paying attention to this. We're worried about the Super Bowl. We're worried about the Super Bowl commercials. Worried about nothing new under the sun. So if you haven't watched the beginning of this video, go back and watch what we mean. Ken were talking about. It's like. It's pretty neat to see it now because we've been talking about this for over two years. And before when I started talking about this, everybody's like, oh, they were calling me the tinfoil hat guy. I actually used to wear a gray beanie. And they're like, the tinfoil hat. That's a compliment. (laughs) I take it totally, 100%. And it's like, like, that's one thing too. And I I feel really bad for people and I empathize. As you go out in this type of journey, you get hated on, man. I mean, hated on. I mean, go look at my TikTok videos. There's one that's going viral right now. The thing you need to understand is those haters are helping you so much every time they comment. Here's here's a here's a uh, a tick uh, trip tip to go viral on TikTok. Misspell something in your title. Number one, because all the haters will come after you. Number two is wear something goofy like glasses like this. I wear a scarf inside and I'll wear a beanie. And so just little things like that. I'm giving you some tricks because the haters help your algorithm. They come in like, what a goofball is you're in Arizona, or if they know I'm in Arizona or they know it's sunny outside and I have a scarf on and a beanie on and glasses inside. They're like, Argh! and it's like, so do little things like that to trigger those people to help your, help your algorithm. So remember your haters are just unconverted fans and they actually help you. So yeah, if- they're, they're just angry at themselves. Yeah, it's it's just an interesting, but it's that's what makes me so sad because some people really want to, they want to go after their dreams and they want to speak their truth, and it's like so all you got to do is just become it, just become it. Warriors, like I'm going on a little journey coming up, I'm just kind of gonna go away for a little bit, and I don't really worry about the algorithms, and I don't worry about not posting and, and it affecting my. If it affects my account, it affects my account. It's like what I'm really worried about is getting good. Uh, I guess it would be biased. Uh, we're kind of unbiased. I'm not picking sides. I'm just presenting information to you guys. I, I don't ever tell you like, here's my opinion. Here's, you know, if I told you guys my opinion, you'd probably think I was off my rocker, but it's like, it's, it's not about my opinion. Who gives a shit what coach JB doing or Ken Mack is doing. But if you see something in us that you like, right, if you see something that's like, then maybe it's the right group to be around. That's the biggest thing is, and you know, people, I've gotten a lot of pushback too. You're always pushing your work. Hell yeah. I'm pushing my warrior Academy. You know why? Cause over 4,020, 32 warriors have gone through worldwide changing life, life changing, life changing, yeah. life changing programs down here. That's why we talk about it. Warriors. We don't monetize our channels. There's no commercials on my channel because we have a warrior Academy where it, it, does that make sense? Warriors? There's, we're, this is a mission, not a business. It's a mission, not a business to help people. And it's like, there's it's like somebody saying you know like this is what i do for a living this is i got on a microphone i talk but it's it's just interesting times where so my encouragement to you like for example i have a microphone and a computer ken has a microphone and computer it's not we're not in some big fancy studios you know there's not you don't need a bunch of stuff to speak your truth and build a business these days i mean ken had a great tiktok yesterday was talking about how easy it is to start a business he was breaking it down on i mean that's how easy it is that's how easy it is you can start a business like that we're actually uh, 40 hours bank account uk right super easy dustin's right next to me we're gonna be there dollars yeah they're opening up a company today and it's like 80 bucks here in america 80 bucks you can open up your llc you, you think you got to go to legal zoom and do all this stuff and it's like they was a complicated <sighs> man to confuse you the, the whole system is designed to confuse you because i didn't come through the whole corporate system you know i found out the i found out the difficult way how to make money but once i found out then i was like why, why confuse shit with all that technical jargon i know i know it's, you it's know it's crazy, so, crazy it's so cool to see how too like like just so you guys know too if any of you guys are new to the show we've gotten a lot of new listeners lately and, and our we have a podcast too which is this will be on a podcast so if you want to re-listen to this uh the uh, ken mack and coach jb financial education show it's actually doing really really well it's on um any podcast network you can go to um but it's it's neat because Ken's been out of the system his whole life. Like he went out of high school and went right and unindoctrinated. I was indoctrinated. Yeah. I was fully indoctrinated. Like I, I went into and please know if you served our country, thank you so much. I served my country. I went in the military. It was I, you know, I did my tour. I did I didn't do a tour. I didn't I was in the Coast Guard. I served on this side. I guarded the coast. But it was like I did my five years. Just 
even in the military, I realized that I'm, I'm a different breed because there was so many inefficiencies that I saw inside the military that I was like, dude, we're just wasting government money. Like it was like, just, it was, you know, just weird shit. And I'm like, okay, this is like, just like, I'm a businessman. So I get out and then I try to start my own business. And it's like, I I've been indoctrinated. I was so deeply indoctrinated in the system. Right. And then, then I go into banking, which is like, God damn, I like dove in, like God threw me into the matrix. It's like, why don't I just throw you into the matrix? And I'm like, Whoa, if I was doing this shit, I'd be in jail. Holy shit. How is this even, how is this even legal? I'm like, how is this even legal what we're doing? And it was like, and then all of a sudden I start speaking my truth and man, I experienced some crazy resistance, man. Stuff you would never even, I've kind of been more open on the Saturday video. I told you guys, I told the, the, the real story, which I've I never really told publicly um, because it's almost hard to believe. It's almost hard to believe, but it's not for me to try to convince you of anything. It's for you to understand and feel my truth. And I think when somebody is, is in alignment, you can feel the truth, right? And that's why people follow us because they feel our truth. And I think that's why I follow some people because I feel their truth. And I think that's important. What I, what I want to leave you guys with today, God damn, we're almost an hour in. So what I want to leave you guys with is as you're following people, feel your truth in them and in it. Cause it's not about picking me or picking Ken or picking uh, Joe Rogan or something. You need to find your own truth. And you find that through finding your tribe. Number one, number two, as you start to find positive points, like, okay, so I picked like um, when I first started, it was like Tony Robbins, Bob Proctor who passed away recently. He was like, dude, that was a lot. I mean, I was, I actually cried when he passed away. Cause that guy, like when I woke up from my suicide, I woke up to the secret. Bob Proctor was the first person I was attracted to. I was like, man, I'm so happy and grateful for the money that comes to me in increasing quantities, multiple sources on a continuous basis. Every single technique that Bob Proctor put out, I did. To the T, it fucking works. It works. It works. <laughs> it works. Was, uh, one of the first guys I was following, and that was the first book that I read as well, was The Secret. Yes. So that, 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 that's what got me started on my journey as well. Guy's amazing. He's amazing, man. Legend. And he worked all the way. He was working the day that he died, man. He, that, that's, that's, that's inspirational, but it's just like, man, I just, I just, I hope that we can, that we're giving you guys hope. I hope that we're providing you hope. And then, you know, what's the market going to do? Who knows? Whereas it could go completely sideways for a yeah. long time, but hold on tight. Don't like, I keep seeing people post on my TikTok. I'm selling my XRP for Shiba. I'm like, I don't even, respond. there's nothing to respond to. I'm like, do your thing, do your thing. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want to do. But if you guys want to attached to the markets and market decisions and market allocations, it's just a bad idea. Right. If you heard just to put in there, what you can afford to lose and be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to like, uh, just answer a question. Uh, yes. Please. Mr. Wright is asking, what's my take on DeFi? Mm. Uh, do you have any faith in large staking rewards? I'm actually going to show two examples. Okay. Yeah. And this is, I want to give an example of how dangerous this can be. Mm. Um, and I think this is important for everybody to see this. So, so this platform here, I invested six figures into this. Okay. I ended up uh, buying it 1400 per token. And now uh, my portfolio here is worth 10K. So I've lost <laughs> a significant amount of money. And I was, you know, brought in with this 11,968% APY. And you can see the, your state balance increasing here on the screen. This is, you know, there are many DAOs like this, but this is very, very high risk. And I, I don't recommend that anybody buys into these DAOs. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I would rather see that shit go to zero than take 10K with the amount of money that I put in. But this, for example, this is yield up. It, a balance literally just went up. So I'm just staking some stable coins. Nice. And, um, you know, I have no worry whatsoever that my balance is at risk. I know exactly how the platform works. I know exactly who's behind the the, uh, the platform and I'm earning passive income that I can take out every day. So whether it's Nexo or Celsius or YieldApp or BlockFi or one of these other platforms, in my opinion, I, I believe that they're here to stay. But you're better to stick with the blue chips like this and stay well away from platforms like this that are promising you 12,000%. 12, if something is too good to be true, then it probably is. You're better to go with something that's, uh, I think this is 13 or 14%, but let's uh, have a look here. Yeah, um, it goes anywhere between 14 to 18%. So you're better to stick with the platforms with the realistic return on investments. You can see they're up to 18%. So just be careful, guys. It's a, it's a minefield out there. And yeah. you know, for me, I'm going to be, even with uh, you know Axie Infinity, for example, you know I've got a big investment in there as well. 
but I'm down 50% in my portfolio. You know, you're, I'm in there with the uh, the 20, the 90% staking rewards, pancake swap. You know, I've got an average buy-in, uh, probably about 20 bucks, but now it's seven, seven or eight bucks. So like, mm. you're going to be super careful. Yes. With these DeFi platforms, it's even with, uh, you know, if you're staking Polkadot, thinking I'm getting 12%, you're not getting 12%, you're getting six because they have a 6% inflationary mechanism plugged into the protocol. So, uh, because they're inflating the supply by 6%, you're in fact getting 6%, not 12%. So you're just wow. going to be very care- very careful with these things and just w- watch what you're doing. And, you know, I-, I only put a little bit of my money into these platforms, you know, even though I know the platforms well, you know, I'm I'm risk averse. You know, I want to be sure that um, I wasn't very risk averse with the, the, the Invictus um, example that I've shown you, but um, all I'm saying is, guys, be careful. Yeah, I love it. That's a great way to end wars because, you know, first of all, be careful. Number one, you know, never, never send someone crypto that'll send you money back, all that stuff. Don't ever invest with somebody on Instagram message, all that stuff. Wars. there's so much stuff out there. Just build a fundamental portfolio, set it and forget it. Don't trip, buy the dips, have an exit strategy when it goes up. I'm not saying it's not going to go parabolic wars. Anything could happen at any time. But what I am telling you is to be prepared for one of the greatest times in human history and also prepare yourself to be lack of fear through love wars and love is self-development pouring yourself into self-development stop you know cut off the porn cut off the excessive video game planes just cut it off for one year that's all i'm asking you to do and dive into studying economics true economics okay so check out the book with ray dalio um check out the books just dive in it there's youtube is free you can dive into youtube videos thank you 309 people the whole time appreciate you guys so much it's addictive do you you find that uh, the knowledge when you're uh, listening to the audio books reading books Mm -hmm. it becomes an addiction you know you need to get the fix so once you get into this you need this injection of knowledge Mm-hmm. All the it's time. Super like, good, yeah. Super yep. good, yeah. If people saw my life, a lot of people, you know, I keep my life pretty private, my personal life. And people are like, what do you do? It's boring as shit. You would be shocked how boring my life is. I didn't. I only had my son during the soccer game this weekend. And I literally studied and studied and studied and studied and studied. I'm obsessed. It's like a drug to me, literally like a drug. And it's so much fun to me. It is so much fun. It's like I found a love for it when I was in banking school uh, because I when I studied the Jekyll Island, I was like, what the what i'm like who created the federal reserve and i'm like this is interesting and i have not stopped and um and we made a lot of really good financial decisions and we freed a lot of human beings just by opening up their mind not only like uh, financially but spiritually so all right warriors well, we love you guys we appreciate you we've been an hour in as we always say warriors